I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, your host, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I am a stand-up comedian, and I am a drifter, and I don't know anything about anything, and that's why we're here. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, subscribe, rate, review, Ignorance is Blessed on iTunes. Hashtag blessed. Ignorance is hashtag blessed. Review it, please. Give me more reviews. They're all great. I love you guys. Five stars, please. Uh, Hopefully. Um... um, yeah, that helps. It gets uh, the more reviews you get, the more you pop up, the more people can find us, and the more people can learn, and that's really important. <sighs> you guys, I'm not really a drifter. I uh, do travel a lot, though. I started making really corny YouTube videos. I only have one, but I'm I think I'm gonna start doing them in every city I go to. I mean, the audio, the editing is like a middle school audio visual club, is what I've been referring to it as. It's really corny iMovie, but I don't care. Anyway, so if you want to see my drifter stuff, that's on YouTube somewhere. Vagablonde is what I'm calling that little corny series. So you can see me drifting. But this is not about me. This is neither here nor there. Uh, Real quick, a couple shows coming up. Um, Philadelphia, I'm finally coming back. I'm going to be there with Ari Shafir at Helium Comedy Club, February 1st through the 3rd. So come, uh, come for me and stay for Ari, I guess. I'm kidding. He's great. But, I mean, come on. I'm the shit. Uh, you guys don't come for me. Um, I'm very thankful that he's letting me open for him. Okay, that's enough. Uh, Wednesday, the 7th of February. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm going to be at COASK. That's a show called Comedians You Should Know at the Gutter Bar in Brooklyn. What is... Let me pull this up on my calendar. I'm very professional. I, You guys, I literally write out a script for these intros, but just don't fill it all the way in. Yeah, Gutter Bar. Um, so come see me in Brooklyn. I will be in New York doing lots of spots all of February and March, uh, with the exception of some weekend dates, uh, like the 9th and 10th of February, I will be near DC at the Arlington draft house with Steve Aranazizi. So come on down. Okay. Enough about what I'm doing. Let's get to this episode. You guys, my guest this week is social media strategist, Lene Cook. She is the shit. And she has a great newsletter called Ask a Millennial. And she just really gives insight to social media and how how one ends up, you know, in that as a profession. Because, you know, when she started, it was kind of this new thing and she's carved things out. And now, you know, she's the perfect age where she was kind of at the forefront. So she's like the resident expert when she goes places. Because, you know, a lot of old people don't totally get it. They're like, oh, your little Facebooks and whatnot. And, uh, and it's cool. She's just got a great brain. Uh, she's a good friend and, um, I hung out with her when I was in Seattle cause that's where she is based out of, but she travels a lot and we talked about doing this podcast and then she ended up in LA. So we finally got to do it and it's just a fun conversation. We have a lot of laughs, a lot of, um, good insight and thoughts and, um, social media is so important for, uh, you know, companies and branding if you're like an individual artist and she talks a lot about that and actually I learned a lot of things in fact I need to go back and re-listen to this and take notes now that I am not the one talking uh 
during the interview. You guys, there was just so much information and social media is so helpful in this day and age for, uh, for a variety of things. And uh, she talks about navigating that. And uh, in a, it, it made me feel a lot more hopeful about uh, using social media in a productive way that doesn't stress me out so much because it can be super stressful. And she uh, gave a lot of insight to make it less stressful and more useful. And you're going to love her. I adore her. Uh, so please check out this episode. Love it. Enjoy it. Here it is. Lene Cook. Hey, idiots. You guys, I am here with Lene Cook. She's amazing. Social media strategist, influencer, millennial extraordinaire. What do you, how do you, how do you describe yourself? Uh, I usually say digital strategist, but then my official work title is social media strategist. So I didn't want to like rile up titling structures Um, at the office. Oh, you're like myself a digital strategist, but that's. Just, so I do digital strategy, but my exact job is social media strategist. Ryla, that's such a like corporate thing to be like, I'm actually going to, I'm, this is actually what I do. And like, this is your title, Lene. Please don't make <laughs> no, us send I'm you to sure HR. I actually care, but they, but I just, you know, I've You're worked like, in whatever. places that they do care. So now I'm scarred for life. Yeah. It's so weird when something so unimportant becomes a, an upsetting deal to like the people above you. You're like, okay, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you guys background. Okay. Lene and I met years ago maybe perhaps <laughs> at a comedy she's like best friends slash ex-sister uh-huh stepsister of one of my best friends buddy who hasn't hasn't been on the podcast but i'm sure you guys will meet him at some point listeners um and then we like reconnected at a wedding and now yeah we're best friends forever it's true we reconnected at a wedding and then after years of spending no time together spent like an obs- insane like every minute at that wedding together <laughs> every minute at that wedding talking. and then you came to Seattle briefly. Yes. And we hung. And, and that's where you're based. Talks. Yeah. So I'm based in Seattle, but I'm from LA. So I come down once or twice a month. You're just living a great life. It's true. Yeah. So do you work for, you work for a company? Yeah. So I work for an ad agency and that's where I do my job. And uh, prior to that, I'd kind of done my own thing for a while and done sometimes long-term contracts at different companies but right now i work at an ad agency okay so we're like around the same age so i assume that because social media it's starting to become i mean it is like a norm in life but i feel Mm -hmm. like we're at an age where we were kind of at the forefront of that becoming a career thing well and we have the memory of life before social media which is something that people younger than us don't have really it's so i can't imagine that that's so crazy yeah to not it's amazing to me when i think about if i have kids they may not ever have that feeling of anxiety of walking up to their neighbor's door and knocking oh my god (laughs) and like hoping that like the mom who's a little bit nicer than the dad answers or like maybe just your neighbor that's your friend will answer and that you don't have to go like hey uh is is jessica home can she play yeah like the i used to just forget i used to knock on the door and go like oh my god what am i supposed to say i know i want to play but what's the polite thing how do i ask how do i ask oh my gosh yeah they may not do that because we'll just be texting on their behalf to the other moms yeah yeah those lucky cunts Mm, Uh, so i'm not having kids they, if they're not going to suffer like they I had to. They can't knock on doors and hear a, a busy dial tone sound when they call their friend's house, letting them know that they'll be on the phone for an indefinite amount of time. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That. House phones. Do those even exist anymore? No. Oh, man. Okay. So how when you started, I'm assuming that you sort of like 
Is this something you sort of like sculpted out for yourself? So it's something that I will, and I will preface this with, um, I didn't realize until recently that not everybody has a brain that sees um, like loopholes in every system possible. So like that, that is like I didn't know we weren't all psychopaths. That yeah, I didn't we're like, know. how can I work around this? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I just I love that brain. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the only one I know. So I thought that it was just the same thing everybody else had. That's so funny. And ever since I was a kid, I would see things and go, oh, I could make money doing this, or oh, I can do this and like find a way around it, whatever. And so when That's I incredible. was, you're like outsourcing lemonade stands. <laughs> right. No, I mean, at seven, I had my brother convinced that my chores were a privilege. And so he could do them if he earned it, but only if mom wasn't watching because then, you know, he would get in trouble because it was an honor to be able to do my chores. Oh my God. So that he would do them for me, but my mom would never find out. You, like, would, it was... you would be an amazing dictator. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, well, it's a good thing I'm a woman to just like, yeah. you know, keep me. So, down you, so a you just bit. can't get that level of power no matter how great you are at <laughs> right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um, it's for our own, our own good, you guys. So, I, I started off school as a photojournalism major. Um, and then the economy crashed and I had been, and newspapers were like, <laughs> we don't exist anymore. Right. Newspapers said we don't exist anymore. And then also I was transferring to San Francisco state where my major was impacted and I basically couldn't get classes. So then I got sent back to community college essentially. They were just like, year. sorry, you, you, there's nothing here for you. They were like, oh yeah, you can take the one class you can get into, but then to keep, um, to keep on like insurance and to get any scholarship money you have to be a full-time student which means I would have had to take the one class at that school and then the supplemental like other units at a JC and I was like not paying full tuition to the for one class yeah it was my like good for you yeah for being smart enough to be like it's not no sense like I'm not and then I'm not also not commuting across San Francisco every day fuck well also working full-time because my parents were very much like hey we're not paying for school like it's our job to feed you and put a roof over your head until you're 18 and then like you're we did our thing yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was like cool let me just pile up these loans i don't understand how money works right yeah no and i was very aware of that and my parents also wouldn't co-sign a loan for me so fuck even when i like consider that one they were like well your parents have to co-sign i was like well that's simply not an option i'm not even gonna ask like that's not happening no (laughs) so (laughs) Um, so I went to back to a JC and then I switched to being a sociology major because it was super interesting Yeah, and I loved it. And I knew also I wouldn't have to study that much because I had to work full time. So like, yeah. And photojournalism isn't really conducive to if you need to have a job because your homework isn't like, oh, you can put it off until 2 a.m. It's so many projects, right? right? It's like, oh, you have somewhere to be at this time. So like forget that you have a job or responsibility yeah. you need to like go cover this thing or whatever. Um, and you're like, yeah, that's fun in theory, but like I have to survive. Right. And sociology was awesome. Like I, I loved it and I put on, I added on a minor in communications with an oh, emphasis wow. in PR. Okay. Because I knew hey, I wanted up? to take, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew I wanted to take um, like web design classes and classes like that, which you don't, they don't allow you to just take if you're a sociology major. You can't go and like look at courses for another like track and go, oh, that's so stupid. College is such a load of garbage. Oh, I'm not a fan. Like, no. I will. When people are like, oh, 
Would you recommend going to Cal State Fullerton? I'm always like, no. I wouldn't like, recommend going to college unless you have a specific science. Right. A specific thing or my one thing that I stayed in college for was like, hey, these four years are going to pass whether I'm in school or not. Yeah. No one will take me seriously at 20. It's true. When I think about the regret, <laughs> there's like a hair on my microphone um, and it's like in my face. When I think about moments of like, Oh, I could have been, but I do comedy too. So I guess no one needed to take me seriously, but yeah, you couldn't have gotten a serious <laughs> yeah, job. I could have been amazing at anything and it would have been like, well, you're 20 and you're a girl. So it doesn't you actually don't know matter. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wait until you've aged. Um, so I used the minor to take the classes I was interested in and get internships because I knew like sociology internships are like, you might learn, um, if you're lucky, you might get a really good research internship. Yeah. But like, that's also what school is. And so yeah, that's, a, that's very true. <laughs> so I was like, oh, what's actually more helpful? Because I thought I wanted eventually to do um, A&R or artist management. Oh, cool. So I was interning in entertainment. And so the thing was, at the time, it was all public relations and like artists. I did a PR internship. Um, and then I also did an internship at this like website company that was really crazy and weird. Oh, cool. Um, or yeah. awful. I don't know. It was, it taught me a lot about what I don't want in life. <laughs> I think that's important. It was super important in that way. And it also taught me a lot about, uh, just like odd companies that aren't flashy or sexy and that they make money too. Oh. Because growing up in LA, like you only in your brain, the only things that make money are like entertainment industry or like doctors and lawyers. That's so true. Like you don't think you don't ever go like, wow, there's a lot of money in like, you know, manufacturing or yeah, you're whatever. Like, you're like, oh, boring things make money. Right. Ew. <laughs> I know. But then what do you say that you do? Yeah. It's like, you don't deserve that money. You're not interesting. Right. Or hot. <laughs> like, yeah. You're, just, <laughs> Ew, you're just there in your weird suit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your hard hat. I don't know. Probably not a hard hat. But right. Oh, yeah. I maybe. Mean, foremen make a lot of money. Which is something I learned as an adult. If any foremen are listening, high. hey, what's up? Welders. <laughs> Feel free to give me a call. Yeah. Maybe not plumbers. I'm afraid of you. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see all that no. all the time. Uh, or smell that yeah that's what i'm like uh i just have a bad sense of smell so i feel like if i date a plumber i know for sure (laughs) ew what if they're not hygienic never mind i just almost got really gross Um, i mean i'm really gross all the time but i almost expressed (laughs) grossness okay so oh so back to that essentially you know i was like 19 or 20 and people were like oh you know how to use the internet you can just do our social and that's when the light bulb went off in my head of like oh if I were to stay in PR or doing things I want to do, it would take, I would either have to like start my own thing and be wildly successful in that because it's really the only work around about not like being an older man with like a proven track record in those industries is like you find an artist and you manage them and you do all this crazy stuff. And then like you get there eventually if they're successful. And if you're not, you've basically learned a lot of lessons and like potentially (laughs) made someone's career fail. So yeah, Uh, I would have hired you as a publicist immediately. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, so that's when I kind of started to realize like, oh, there's this new thing that's social media. I'd been on social since I was always grounded in high school. So, and I was not the city I went to high school in. I wasn't there during the weekends or during like summer and winter breaks. Because I was at my dad's house. Oh, divorced parents. Yeah. Or just never married. Or just never married parents. Yeah. Yeah. Separate, Um, separate households. Indeed. Um, and so I would, with intention, like brand myself as cool on the internet. Oh, cause you're like, I don't like these people don't see me on the weekends. I'm not going to parties, but may, let me look at like, I have this like other cool life. Right. 
yes, exactly. Uh, and like display my interest in that I wasn't. Yeah, because school was weird. School's weird for everybody. Were you, I mean, at that time, branding is such a like a word that is thrown around constantly with every yeah. industry. But as a high school, you're not going like, I'm building a brand. You're just like, I want I people to think I'm cool. I thought of it that way oh, because I, I also, I wanted it to like be that way where I grew up, which is Santa Clarita, which is, you know, Santa I, Clarita. It, and like there's like, horses or something. I don't know what's out there. There's six flags. I don't know why uh, I Edward thought there was Scissor a horse. Hands is like supposedly based off there. So it's very, you know, weeds was filmed there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's classy. Indeed. <laughs> Hot is what it yes. is. Woo. Hot and a lot of uh, people go a lot, do a lot of off-roading. So huh. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I was in Orange County in Fullerton mostly the rest of the time. Um, okay. Fullerton and Huntington mainly. So you made this like Orange County life. Right. Yeah. Where I also, my dad like plays in dad bands. So I played drums and would like go to bars with him all my life. You play drums? Yeah. Why are you so cool? Can we start a band? Because I'm really good at personal branding. (laughs) (laughs) I just know all the right things to say. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I just know a lot of buzzwords. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Viral video. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Really empathetic. Um, (laughs) So, Ah. um, so yeah, so I started doing that and I, I managed I had a boyfriend at the time who was still one of my best friends who had an event production company. So, oh, perfect. Yeah. So it was, I mean, we would work with these companies, like um, pretty big companies like AT&T and T-Mobile and stuff. Oh, wow. And we'd be doing these events for them. And it was like, I saw how like social wasn't getting integrated. So it kind of opened my mind to like integrating social, not only in your branding, but then in your, in real life and experiential. And um, I was fortunate enough to like, we had an office with, um, do you know who DJ Ski is? I don't, but I don't know shit. That's, I mean, I'm sure people like, listening might. It's a big might. world. It's a big internet out there, Jessica. God, it's uh, so scary. It's a lot to know. And there's just so many cats and dogs I have to look at. He's amazing. He's like, um, he actually was on, there's a podcast I listened to a lot that he was on and there was a bunch of stuff I didn't know about him, but he's awesome and like been in entertainment and in the cross section of like entertainment means uh, corporate stuff for a long time. Oh, cool. Um, And so I kind of saw how that played out and it opened my eyes to like, oh, you can like be good at this and uh, make money in a way that like isn't at the time people were still doing things like hiring a receptionist to also do social. And what a fucking night. (laughs) I worked at a nonprofit for two and a half years and Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, social media and they're like, cool, you can do that. Also, here's eight other job titles and we're paying you uh, less than a full salary. Totally. So people didn't understand that like social media is like, that's a full time. If you want it to be really well done to be well done. And if you want to see an ROI, it does take time. So over time, like these, just these variety of factors, uh, played into me, uh, being oftentimes like the only person that knew how to use the internet in like a cohesive fashion and (laughs) with like a, with a background in photography and stuff, like having an eye for like what good content looks like because you so many people fall into this content trap where they're just yeah. like well, I just got to put content out there and you're like actually it should also be good um, <laughs> like yeah you can't just like boy have I been guilty yeah. of that no no I, don't I mean so. not bad content but we can assess yours later I've, for I've thrown out bad quality no, I would totally <laughs> were you like when you're getting these positions where you're the only person in the office there's a a uh, person who I actually haven't interviewed, but his pot I'm interviewing tomorrow and his will come out before you Baron Vaughn. And he mm-hmm. plays this character on a new show corporate, uh, that just came out on comedy central January 17th. You guys, Ooh. um, cause I, this is going to come out after whatever, but he's the social media guy in this corporate thing. And people come to him like he's this guru. Oh my God. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it's like. 
Like, and it's just, you can like, that's amazing. And the, his character is like so lording badly. that over their head. I have the first four episodes. They're on Comedy Central, but, um, dot com but you have to see it you'll watch it that sounds amazing because it what's hysterical is that people will ask me these questions about which to me in all fairness like for any of us when something's your job it seems obvious to you i know sometimes you have to remind yourself because you after a while you think things are common knowledge yes yeah absolutely um actually i was just listening to because i think it's I listen to your podcast pretty often anyhow, oh, but I thanks. hadn't listened to the most recent episode, um, the HBCU episode. Oh, the Morehouse one with Dave Perdue. Which is so rad, and I loved it, and it was so, so much of what he was saying about, like, you assume these things are common knowledge. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, 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 like, my my life is not common, and I think that happens in, to everybody. Yeah, your um, reality, it's like, that's all you know, so you're like, well, this is how people must right. think. Yeah. Everyone sees this, right? Yeah, it seems super obvious. Um, so that like super resonated with me and with him talking about the school, I think going to school for sociology. Oh, yeah, that's right. Also, yeah, like, this it, sounds familiar. <laughs> totally. And it gave me there were so many things in life that I'd felt that I didn't have words for. And I think that that gave me the right dialogue. And that's so it great. helps me even in my job to be able to speak to things and go like, hey, I know that this is what we're saying, but you have to understand a segment of the population is going to take it this way. Also, I have a really dirty mind. So like, I will raise red flags on things that people and you'll be like, like someone's going to see it like this, right? You're like, I know I'm not supposed to say this, yeah. but someone's thinking balls <laughs> here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and luckily like where I work now is super, they're awesome about it. And like, I don't feel judged at all for whenever I've been like, it's like they should be hey. thankful that you're like, Hey, well, they're rad about it. Like you it just, they have like a really great outlook on that type of thing. Um, and I've definitely worked with other companies or as clients or internally or whatever, where people have been like, oh, maybe you shouldn't say that. And I'm like, look, if if we're out here posting this to like for a big brand and there's millions of people and I see a dick. Yeah, you're like, <clears throat> yeah, like one out of 10 people will. And when you have, you know, a million followers. Do you want to be the company that has the dick I'm on their logo? Quiz, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's like 100,000 people. Like That's not how we want to go viral. That's no. not why we no, want people to give us attention. I don't want to pick me up for that. I want to be picked up for like... Uh, oh my gosh, who does, someone's doing an amazing, Moon Pies are doing an amazing social media. Like whoever is their social really? person is magical. Oh my God. It's incredible, Jessica. You have to look at it. It will inspire you. It's Moon Pies? What is it's it? Like Twitter? Pies. It's or? their, you know, like the, I had never actually heard of it. It's a like, I think like a thing that you get at 7-Eleven or something. Like those little, like the Moon Pies. Yeah. 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 They th- sometimes throw them during Mardi Gras and I've never really? eaten one because frankly they look disgusting. Yeah. But I see how they're no different than ding dongs. They're all these weird two word gross like moon pies, ding dongs. Yeah. Ever eat. But whoever's doing the copy for their Twitter right now, like is brilliant, is brilliant. And it makes me so happy that minds similar to yours that are super brilliant comedic minds that they're. Oh, stop. No, you're oh, so thank sp- you. You are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to cry. I'm just like moon pies. I'm just waiting for you to blush. And it's not happening. Uh, it I must be nice. Probably broken. I don't think I blush anymore because of my silent meditation. I'm just kidding. Are they, did they give you a promo code while you plug it they out? Injected us with drugs. I'm podcast. You just like, filled me with heroin. Do you want to silent meditate? You, you it's donation based. Really? Yeah, Vipassana. <laughs> by the way, plug for you, but anyone who's listening, and I've probably already mentioned it 20 times by the time this episode comes out, but <laughs> it's truly an amazing experience that I recommend everyone try because it's you go, it's 10 days silent. They have them all over the world. Mm-hmm. And then you give however much you feel like giving based on the experience and on your means. And 
it's run on donations and, and do you pay in cash or do you pay on credit card um you can do cash or you can make donations online at any time interesting yeah so i i loved it hmm. like it's a cool technique that like if i where did they take you for this um mine was in joshua tree but they oh, have okay. ones all they have like four different ones there's ones in north Carol- carolina north california just in california like, but they're to go to north carolina they're to all fun. over the world like so you could go to thailand and it's going to be you're learning the same thing possibly Ooh. not in english but uh <laughs> probably in english let's be honest but they should have they should do better social media <laughs> it's probably like against it's like a buddhist <laughs> You're not allowed to have your phone. I'm like, who's running their social? <laughs> right, exactly. I went. I was really. I went to see Chappelle, and uh, he didn't like allow phones, which was magical. Yeah, that's how he is. Even when he pops out of the store, he has like his security guys like put that down. Oh, they just bring. The, oh, so at the show they bring these like uh, sleeves that feel like a wetsuit, kind of. Oh. That they have a some kind of key for, and they lock it because I thought, oh, what what a ridiculous thing it'll be on your way out when I have to like basically coat check my phone. Like that's yeah. what I thought it was going what to be. a hassle. Yeah. Yeah. But they have like a weird wetsuit that they give you. They just your phone. And then I went with a good friend of mine um, and we were all excited. And then we, we got our, like we got through and blocked our phones. And then I was like, Oh my God, did you put yours on silent? Cause I don't know if I put mine on silent. <gasps> like what if it's locked in here and making noise and you can't get it out? Yeah, what a so nightmare. They do have an area that like, if you, you can like go and it's like basically a smoking section. Where, like, That's so funny. The smokers and the cell phoners. That's amazing. <laughs> you, like go and get it unlocked. And I checked like five times. Be like, it is on silent. Oh, it, I'll just put it on an airplane. Yeah. I get so neurotic about that. Sometimes I'm like, is it, did I, is it going to ring? It's okay. terrifying. Yeah. Cause how embarrassing. Oh, I would die. And it was, well, it was Dave Chappelle and Erica Badu, and I'm a huge <gasps> Erica Badu fan. Oh, and like, I love that he does that. I know. He's, he's with he John, Mayer. John Mayer. Last oh, night. yeah. Last night, and they, two nights ago, they've been popping in at the comedy store all week. <gasps> I got to meet John Mayer. John Mayer introduced himself to me. So, not because I'm anybody, just because he's like a humble man who was out late at night. all those interviews with him. That's the thing is, I don't know what he is. Well, I posted a thing about it. We can all be a lot of things, let's be honest. That's true. People aren't, you only, you see one side of someone and you make that all they are. Right. And that's what social media is about. Making yourself one thing. Which is what I, <laughs> right? And that's actually, so people have pointed out to me, which is, which is a, a totally fair point. People have gone, you know, you'd have a, as if I don't know, which is my favorite. Um, oh, that's, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, whatever. please tell I, me. I appreciate people's advice. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. It's just funny to me where I'm like, like people pay me for this. You think I haven't thought about this? Well, people would be like, you know, if you just had like one theme and stuck to that, you'd have a lot more followers, which of course I know. Like I yeah. could easily like take like cute selfies all the time and have a ton of weird pervy, like redhead fanatic yeah, followers. Yeah, but you're like, but I'm not just one thing. Right. Or I could take running photos or whatever, but I'm not just one thing. And I think that the healthier approach to social especially with like the just the ephemeral nature of like instagram stories and snapchat yeah. where you can have it's not just your highlight reel anymore yeah you now have normal life is to show right. the 360 degree approach of like hey i'm a real human who like does stuff and like sometimes i'm bored and sometimes like whatever and i don't i don't love personally when people do it in an attention seeking way because i find it annoying like hey i'm not here to tell you that you're pretty like because i don't enjoy that in real life too. yeah the same stuff that annoys me on social is the same stuff that annoys me in real life absolutely like you know just attention seeking behavior where i'm like well if you were actually good you would already have my attention like, yeah it's, or it's like this is just obnoxious <laughs> yeah so yeah so it's but for brands i feel similarly where i think it's really important obviously to have your general aesthetic 
Of course. But then to also show like, hey, we're not just like a, a doodad maker. Like we also <laughs> care about like X, Y, and Z or, yeah. or like company culture or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, showing multiple sides. Yeah. It's not schizophrenic. It's it's <laughs> imagination. That's how people see it like, oh my God, but it looks schizophrenic. And part of me is like, okay, that then you're not doing it right. Yeah. But also like who really goes to someone's Instagram like feed like or their profile page or their Facebook profile page yeah and is like what do you mean you eat food and also not <laughs> climb and Ugh. then also you look cute sometimes but Pick then you make thing. poop jokes Ugh. yeah like no you just like you go and you, you mostly just see people that you already follow or who's yeah. promoted to you like you're not looking at people's and there's some people that do beautiful you know layouts branding and all that which is lovely but which like, I have I like, but yeah. I'm like, it's it's too late for that with my Instagram. Right. My yeah. brand is like You'd have to the opposite of that. And like archive all. I know. I did. Back. I went through like a heavy archive recently and really? I think I did too much. No. I don't know. Cause I was like, let me. What, what kind of stuff did you decide was not, you didn't want out there for the world anymore? Oh, you know what? Most of what I archived was. Or was it? Or, oh, I'm so interested. Go on. I want to hear what you have to Most say. of what I archived was, cause I'll, it was like text based. Oh, yeah. Stuff like flyers or yeah, like... Yeah, that's totally reasonable. Or, but I'll do a lot of... Every week I'll do... I'll find some picture of myself and list all my shows. Mm-hmm. And so I still do that. But like now I've started... I don't know if this is dumb. Tell me. I archive it after the week's over. No, I don't think that's dumb at all. Because then part of me is like, well, well, what if someone looks? They should see all these shows I've done. Or like... I mean, people... Which is, I also don't know your industry that well in yeah. terms of what people are looking for. But I assume once they've found you, like you have a decent following. They're not like, ooh, this girl has like 800 followers. Should we really hire her to come and yeah, be funny here? That's true. Um, so you have that. And then it's, you know, I think it, it, people aren't, you'd be amazed at how unaware people are. You, yeah. You know what I mostly hid was selfies. Ah. Because I was like, this was just like a gratuitous, I felt pretty. But then I was like. I, I and I don't know what there's nothing wrong with posting selfies, but no. I was like, this was me being like, look at my face. I'm trying to connect. While it's still young, please. Yeah, I know. Look please look. Me. But then it's like I still have pictures of me with no pants on everywhere, and then part of me is like, people with pretty faces don't wear pants sometimes. Jessica, thank you for thinking it. Well, I should wear pants because my face is much prettier sometimes than my butt. But sometimes you just gotta let it out. It's true. Get some breeze. I don't know because I just went a little crazy because I was like, I should have some sort of theme, and then I started deleting things, and I was like, what am I doing? I or go through that often, and I usually don't act upon it because I've done it enough with like my MySpace back in the day and Live Journal and Zanga. Oh God, to- the songs and the raining words I had on oh. my MySpace page or whatever. Oh, like- indeed, I had so many embedded. Uh, I like. Do you th- actually this? Re- so I had embedded images and like videos or whatever, like on my MySpace profile, which was like basically like website design at the time. Yeah, <laughs> and like I am astonished how people younger than us. I think anytime you're on the verge of like a new technology or new whatever, you're so much more in tune with its root. Yeah, and aware of how it works than like later. Like people, I imagine like before things were so agricultural like you're obviously you have more awareness of where your food comes from and now yeah. people are like wait what like, like where does this who knows right and i think that because we were at like a conscious age when websites were becoming a thing and i was like fortunate enough that my dad like um at my mom's house like got us a computer and like gave us internet access and stuff and like, yeah just kind of do and whatever i was just having cyber sex in aol chat rooms or whatever right asl yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um 
that I was like, of course I know HTML. Like, why wouldn't you? And so when it, there's like some of my cousins who are younger than I, all my cousins basically are younger than I am, uh, are like, don't know it. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, how did you navigate life without knowing how to embed an image on your MySpace profile? Yeah, it's like I learned such basics. I now I like I haven't done some of that in so long. I'd have to like brush up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you I you just immediately learned such basic little codes. Yeah, exactly. But I do remember being like. I'm like a computer genius, right? Because exactly. I put a I'm photo things on the computer. <laughs> I'm like, I made a free website where there is like glitter falling from the sky. Oh my God, like GeoCities. Oh, the best. When it's like, why the fuck did I have a website? And then it took me so long to actually build my website by the time I needed one. And I was like, I used to have a website for no reason. And now I'm like, <laughs> right. and, and now there's all these rules of the internet. It can't just be like a static page that scrolls. Yeah. I have to interact. Fucking internet that yeah. i love and hate so much yeah um okay so let's see i feel like i really took us on a ride it there. was both of our faults i take equal responsibility for this okay so well when when you started with social media mm-hmm. shit <laughs> <laughs> Go um, on. <laughs> okay so at the beginning you're kind of like it's an additional position that you're being well huh i guess like when you, when when did you start becoming like full, like embracing, I'm a social media person. Like, did you have to carve that out somewhere? And I'll embrace anything if it's the right thing for that moment. So like, <sighs> beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Whatever like, his think, name is. I think it's unfair, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll embrace Whoever him. Maybe. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but in the same way, because people interpret you for whoever you tell them that you are, right? People don't have a good ability to like process information that's more than like bite-sized. Which is why branding is such a big deal. Right. Because so, it's like you have to tell people who you are. Exactly. And there's so many people, especially like with social being as big as it is now, anybody across the world, and this is not me knocking it at all, can go in their bio, like I'm a model basically, and then have photos by their like friends that are good at composition and taking photos yeah. taken of them where they look good or just simply set up their camera somewhere and, and people will be like i'm following this model right and then they'll start getting hired for modeling jobs because that's you, you just know, put it out there. it's real life yeah. yeah you put it out there so i think um oh my god if the situation if i know that there's a situation where it will be more beneficial of me to say that i do social media strategy because that's often like the you have to look at what you're bringing to the table yeah it's like what do they need that i can bring right and like what's going to make this conversation more interesting like if i'm showing up to a conversation with a bunch of other digital strategists yeah nobody really cares like so then but and if we're not talking about if i'm especially from other like general marketing people yeah they're used to it they're used to hearing it so I'll talk more about just other parts of my life and other things that I do that aren't social specific. But I'm if I'm in a scenario of people that that's totally outside of their wheelhouse, or I know that that's going to what's going to be what benefits me most, like especially when I was doing consulting work, yeah, I would bring it up where it would be like, oh, obviously this is like the diversity that I'm bringing to the table is like, yeah, because it's important. Because and it's like what sets me apart. Hire me, and I would be more helpful to them. Like. My one thing that my dad, who also has never been married, uh, which what is what a man, he's, you know, oh, you met him. What a fr- I know your dad, <laughs> he was just drunk at a table. I don't even think he was drunk. Oh, maybe he wasn't drunk. He wasn't drunk he at looked, all. He just he was dozing drunk. off. <laughs> yeah, he was falling asleep. Oh, the person giving the speech was drunk and we were all falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. And my, yeah. So my dad's approach to relationships is that 
they need to be mutually beneficial. And so, which <laughs> so is totally true. fair because yeah. if you're not getting, even with something as simple, like some of my friends, like sure, maybe like they don't make a ton of money or they're not like going to benefit my career, yeah. but they bring like an amazing perspective to, to my life. And I think about what I'm bringing to theirs, right? Like yeah. I would never look at, in, in fact, it probably doesn't benefit me in dating because if I can't figure out how I'm enhancing someone's life, I don't understand why they're interested in me. Yeah, it's like, what do and you... it makes me lose respect for them, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's like, what do you want from me? It's just my hot, hot body. Like, am I just a vessel for you to carry out whatever yeah. like, fantasies you have? Like, no, thank you. And then That's I feel not... like I, I, I'm not growing from that, from being yeah. like... And also, I'm not that, you know, I'm not that magical, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, I am, but I get it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm disgusting. <laughs> oh, I have a bush the size of the Amazon right now. It's. I don't think that there are many bushes in the Amazon. <laughs> Well, a lot of people don't know if you go deep in the Amazon, it's a lot of bushes. More in the vines, I think. There's like trees around the outside, but when you go deep, it's just a lot of just small bush. shrubbery. People don't know that. People don't go that deep. That's why we have to stop them cutting down the trees so they don't eventually get to the shrubs. <laughs> Save the shrubs. <laughs> um, Buy shade-grown coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think that I... I don't know if there was a point, I guess when I left, so when I left the event company, okay. that's kind of when I started doing social media strategies specifically, where it was like, that was, it was also my only selling quality outside of doing sales. And I had zero interest in doing sales because at the event company, I did sales and kind of, I guess what would be considered like business development. But at the time yeah. it was just us being like, yeah, sure. Let's build photo booths and make those and then we'll make money off of them. So, but yeah. Normal people would call it business development. I called it like we're bored, let's make a new company. So. That's so funny. That's it's just well that just goes back to like how you phrase things really puts things in an like right. Business development person is like we're bored. It's amazing. <laughs> What's amazing you can put a term on pe something and people are like, "Wow, this person like really knows what they're doing." <laughs> like, right. yeah, no, we were just bored. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's so it's it's weird. And I mean, there are situations where, cause I am a photographer and there's times that I, a great photographer. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. so nice. Um, I had the honor of shooting your butt. I know my most recent Seattle butt picture, you guys, IG JMS there comedy, some of my best work. Let's be honest. Uh, I mean, for you to shoot my butt and there not be people dying looking at it is honestly a miracle. It's a true <laughs> testament to your abilities. Thank you. So, uh, so there are types that I'll bring up that I, like if I'm around art people, I'll bring up that I'm a photographer because I also want it to be known that that's a real part of my life. Yeah. And it's not just like something I do for fun. Like, yeah. I would love nothing more if the people saw me as like more than just an inst like people will be like oh yeah i love your instagram photos i'm like you know that they can also be purchased and framed and put up in a home or an office or yeah, you're like, an I'm apartment a building like they're photographer yeah just for the internet thank you yeah um so yeah so how i and i guess i really started saying that um once once i left the events and also when people knew what it was because before that there was no way to say really what it was like if you don't have a label for it yeah because it was so new right Wow. When you left the events, did you immediately go into a company or were you like, I'm going to like try to figure out how I can free bird my way into social media for free people As for long. Yeah. Long story short, I free birded it. And, um, I mean, so it, the company, the events company is my ex's company and he's super smart and incredible. Awesome. Um, and we still had, so there was the larger company and they do like 
confetti special effects truss structures all that wow. like design lighting shows and we did a bunch of tours which was really awesome oh my god that's amazing um, it was yeah it was like by far the best job to have when you're in college and you're like the which is also why i didn't have like a college experience yeah because i was like why would i hang out with you people when like my weekends are at these like Huge, magical amazing. parties and i'm like you know not 21 yeah know? and you're oh, like fuck. you're like uh no thank you like we just did a show with tribe called quest last week like yeah you think i want to like like enjoy your natty light fling? Yeah. <laughs> like, losers yeah right <laughs> um yeah well i was also just never that interested in like a college experience like i was like i'm here to do work and then be done like i wish i would have approached it no i I had a fun college experience but i get why it's like yeah i mean i i definitely had fun yeah oh for i mean it sounds like it yeah i definitely had fun and i did make friends at school that i'm still friends with and stuff but i wasn't good at like i've never been good at like subscribing to anything yeah so i'll try to for a little while out of i have i guess this goes along with like branding i have these like i have less of them lately but i feel like identity panics i don't want to call them crises because because i worry about branding in terms of people like people look at your social media or whatever and they're like who is this person and they try to put you in a box Mm -hmm. of how can i explain you and i feel like i don't know how to do that for my i don't know how to explain myself because in reality we're all so many things right but there's nothing there's no like one or two things that I really feel like this is what I want people to boil me down to. So I panic and I constantly am like, Oh, same. I got to, I'll get like really into things very briefly and be like, Ooh, indie music. And then it's like, what the f- I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why I change my, bio. sometimes I'll leave my bio the same for ages and then I'll panic and change it like seven times in a week Yes, for stupid Twitter is different. <clears throat> Because Twitter, I use it more for like um, search engine optimization reasons where I'm like, oh. oh, I want like I have mine. I think right now it says like social strategist, which I only added in there actually because of uh, being on this podcast. I was like, oh, I'll add it in there so that when she links to me, people will go. Tweet, they're like, oh, she is a social strategist. They're not going to be like, man, this person says that they're a runner. And this says magic drummer, pixie dust. Yeah. Right? And like VR and podcast enthusiasts. Like, where is she a social strategist? This makes no sense. Oh, that's so smart. I did it just. Well, that's why they pay me the medium bucks. <laughs> that's why they pay. My, po- my Twitter profile says emotional alchemist. I'm not good at branding. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I just drink a lot of tea. You should. Honestly, you should probably add a, like just do like female comedian or something because I guarantee you female comedian. Oh, because it would because people search for that. People search for that. So like if there's a brand like we need to feature, well, we want to have a comedian, but like it's so funny because I'm like, uh, why do I have to say I'm a female comedian? But then I'm like, oh, because people search for that. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, people, and that's like if you're, um, you know, if you're at like a smaller company or your company's not willing to put forth the money for like proper influencer search tools, yeah, because there's some really great ones out there. Like I'm super lucky, and where I work now, we have access to a ton of amazing tools to help us do our jobs better. Wow, that's great. But not everyone's like that, so, um, so a lot of times people resort to like oh we need to look for an influencer who we're going to hire or send free product or whatever or even just like laying out personas of like who they want the type of person the type of so person. then they're like female comedian exactly yeah Fuck, that's so, like so smart i know you're like that's why they pay you the medium bucks oh, but oh i thought you meant people searching that way and i was no. like what are they to do <laughs> they yeah, have no to. <laughs> it's just like that has genuinely never occurred to me as like a someone could find me because they're looking for a female comedian right it's a weird yeah it's totally a weird thing and that's but on instagram the search feature doesn't really work that way right because you're not you're 
searching profiles and they're only reading like your handle and your name. Yeah. So. But for Twitter. But for Twitter specifically. That's so smart. Would you ever do or do you do like. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I guess, pro- I mean, I don't know. Is your, the full-time job you do now, the mm-hmm. ad agency, is that pretty much like what you do? Or are you constantly trying to like carve out other things? Um, So it's what I do in terms of like social strategy for sure. Um, and is that for, are you doing like brands with companies you work with or are so, you, or do you do social for like the company? Oh, so I actually, I do social for the company, but it's been, um, that's kind of in flux right now. So that okay. is something that I'm like that I help with. Okay. Um, but it's not, you know, it's also not a huge priority because that's also something that it's tricky because that's not a profitable way for me to spend my money or Ah. for them to spend their money. Right. Is me spending money on making them. It's not a wise use of time. So it totally makes sense that that wouldn't be, but there are agencies that have a full-time person dedicated to that, especially like, like much larger huge agencies that yeah. are like because we're we're i think around like 200 or 300 people so okay we're, we're big but we're not like insanely big yeah um but if you're at like a really big agency or like one that's been around for decades yeah um that is for sure someone's full-time job um but okay so i do help with that and our like which is awesome because our our senior leadership team is amazing like that is this company is like one of the few companies that i'm like oh i for sure drink your kool-aid like you guys are rad like they're really that's great to hear that there are companies that are and you're like uh i mean i don't know what like a free thinking person you're not i thought thought for sure you're gonna say judgmental but thank you and you're a huge cunt um no (laughs) no but it's like you're someone who i wouldn't i wouldn't think would go into just any corporate situation and be like right. i'm a cog in your machine i'm gonna climb the ladder blah, totally. blah, blah. yeah so I it's like to, i would probably kill myself for you to find a company that you're like oh okay this is actually like a good environment yeah yeah they're awesome like so but the work that i do is for their clients so um, okay whoever they have me on at the time which is really nice like i've worked on a lot of really cool projects for microsoft and for docusign amazing um yeah so it's it's cool um and I think that's cool because you get to kind of dip your toes into maybe like branding for different types of things you wouldn't totally instead of just being like, I'm just really great at branding yoga instructors. Right. <laughs> or Which whatever. is what I love. Like, it's so much more interesting to me to be with like different verticals, different um, uh, like goals. So like not everybody, you know, that like not everybody is looking to sell something right away. Right. Like or like sometimes yeah. it's getting people at an event or sometimes it's just like getting um a group of people like more on the same page or on board or like uh what is the word for like community sourcing that yeah like being more in touch with their community so just engage yeah yeah so it's it's really awesome because prior to this agency most of the work that i did was in like food and beverage world so i'd okay i'd worked on starbucks stuff i'd worked on (gasps) coca-cola saint germain coca-cola yeah can you talk i'm like not i'm not gonna go into deep detail about coca-cola but like if you want to talk about fucking great mm. advertising, yes, they like nail it because I don't even really drink soda anymore. And mm-hmm. every time you see a Coke or a Diet Coke ad, 
my mouth literally is like really I need a soda. it does I also, not have that effect on me you I know guess, what maybe i'm giving yeah. the the they are marketing too much credit when the truth is my mom just like gave me coke when i was a baby and That's, i'm just like strung out on it right exactly like, i'm like what great advertising it's like oh no i'm just a sugar addict right i guess i also i've never really been that the only ads i think i've been affected enough to want to like buy their products are like super soaker ads still like to this day really that's totally. so funny that you're like i gotta get a gun and start shooting kids with water <laughs> immediately yeah that's um, so funny <laughs> which buddy can attest to i think buddy was a big part the uh for listeners to bring it back around that's yeah. how we know each other is through buddy and when we were kids he would definitely demand whatever the newest biggest super soaker was of course he would awesome what a like classic like dorky one. boy <laughs> well, it was I, well great. just regular boy and my but. dad's like condo complex had a pool so we would definitely just go there and bless the just shit like, out of each other that's amazing yeah but he was he's like wait how old is he like 31 31 or 2 30 so sorry. he's like 4 years older than I am which I is a big a deal when you're friend. 7 and it's like you against an 11 year old yeah it's like, oh, what a gap you're dying today yeah um, I'm gonna drown <laughs> right I'm being waterboarded in public yeah. <laughs> um, like and to this day I still always want that yeah so, <laughs> it's a dream really um, and so so yeah, it's, I don't know where we're going with that. Yeah. Oh, but oh. so you worked on a bunch of food and beverage, right? Worked on a bunch of food and beverage. Um, and that was after mostly doing event entertainment type things before. So it's really cool to switch, to switch teams a little bit and like do something. Keep different. talking. My headphones came unplugged, but you can still <laughs> hear you a moment. Please um, get that off cord in, man. A, there's no, it's like the conversation is still being recorded. I just am. I know. I, I know how microphones work, Jessica. Do you? Do you? I do. You okay. Know that I used to have a podcast. <laughs> what? I used to have a podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. What happened to it? You just. Um, I mean, there. It's a lot of fucking. It's a lot of work. work. And I wasn't hosting. Um, my good friend Avery was hosting, and I was doing all the editing and production stuff, and like oh, okay. helping set up kind of the strategy, if you will, for the show. Oh. Um, oh was, yeah, you have his idea, and he was. It was really, really rad, and I'm bummed that we don't do it together anymore. We just both then got super busy and kind of had, like, different ideas of the direction it should go in. So oh. it, like, made more sense for our friendship and, like, our lives at the time to be like, just, okay, let's just not do it Let's anymore. just cut it. But I'm starting another one soon. You are? Yeah. Do you already have a name for it? Can people look out uh, for it? I have a list of different names for okay. it. Well, I'll, tw- I'll share wide. it whenever you. No, please do. Of course. I'll bombard you. Yeah, no, I'll 100% share. So back to your question. Yes, social strategy wise, that's where like I'm not looking for like side clients or anything like that. Like I'm super happy. You're like you've got enough work. You're satisfied. Yeah, I totally have enough work there. Um, I do a newsletter called Ask a Millennial. That's like kind of social strategy related, but it's more like broader scope. It's kind of to keep people just I would venture to say most of the audience is like director level um, people at companies. So So they kind of know what's going on. With, totally. with the audience they're trying to reach that they're so different then. Exactly. And what's really cool, though, is that the other part of people who subscribe are like people who are just interested and are like, oh, I just don't know what's going on in the world. Like, I am a millennial and I don't know. Or like they're in college. Oh, wow. and like, Oh, I want to be ahead of the curve. And so I think that that's super cool. Oh, that's so great. Like, super flattering. What a great resource. Yeah. Pressure. Also that they think that they're like, <laughs> you're this like guru of millennialism. Right. And you're like... Yeah, no, I'm just uh, I'm just in my underwear writing a newsletter. Right. I'm on the internet a lot and drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, so, like, and have a wide variety of friends who talk to me about things they do, and then I pull all that into a newsletter. Hey, whatever. That's that sounds like a great resource. You guys check and it I out. Do photos, yeah, so. photos. Okay, 
So no one pays me to drum ever, which with good reason. Oh, I was like, listen, I own three instruments and I don't know how to play any of them. But if you want to start a band, I'm trying to be a minimalist and I own three string instruments I cannot play. But you know, I think that those are fair things to hold on to more so than other foolish things that we have. That's true. Like I probably should get rid of my box of Halloween costumes. Do I need all of them? I don't know. It's hard. What if I need to dress up like Tinkerbell? You know, (sighs) I mean, (laughs) what is my brand? (laughs) I have like a wide variety of weird clothes that I'll probably never wear. But then every time I think of getting rid of them, I think of like 30 scenarios that I'll need them. And I have a Peg Bundy costume. Oh, my God. Of course you do. You are Peg Bundy. I love her so much. That's amazing. I love that. So terrible. I know. It's so great. That was such a fun show. Yeah. Um, Would you ever do like, do your friends ever hit you up? Maybe not, I, they probably don't, pref- not a press, like, I can't talk, not professionally approaching you, maybe, but like for brand consultation. Oh, all the time. Like personal branding. Totally. Because I feel like, like I'm too poor to pay someone sounds. for that, but I would want to pay you to be like, help me fi- figure out my brand. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do because also when no one's paying you, they're happy for you to just talk to them. Like, yeah. I don't have to put together like a cohesive deck. A PowerPoint. Right. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Not another PowerPoint, please. Oh my God. Um, Fucking PowerPoint. I don't understand what's amazing to me. And I get why it happens. Like, you know, big things are hard to change. It's like why it took forever for Goodwill to just start listing their books on Amazon instead of like selling them piece by piece yeah. randomly around the country. That's but like, so funny. I cannot wait until the day that like a PowerPoint is considered outdated like across the board where people are like, no, just come talk to me or like just be better with your words or yeah. something like be good at conversation. It's like every time I've seen a PowerPoint, it makes me feel like the person who made it assumes I'm a fucking idiot. Really? Yeah, I guess I use but then I'm like some people are probably fucking idiots on the receiving end. I appreciate two types of PowerPoints. I appreciate the kind that's like uh, so our our director of HR and one of our creative directors did a really cool presentation where they talked about like creative company culture or company cultures of creatives or something like that at um, the Seattle interactive conference. And theirs was like basically one lighter slogans that they then supported with a talk track. Okay. And I was like, this is nice. And it also, it makes sense at a conference where people are Instagramming. And so it's cool to have like a slogan phrase. That's true. Yeah. So that, I like and then I like other ones that especially if I'm like tuning into a webinar. Yeah. Um, I also like that if I have to hop out or whatever are like thorough and not just like bullet points bullet. that are too vague to be helpful. Yeah. So like if you look back at it, you're like, what does that mean? Right. Like what well, I missed out or like, like at least have the decency to write your talk track in the notes. Yeah. And so that way when I download it, if I because the way I do anything on my phone, on computers, whatever, is I basically command F the fuck out of life. I don't even know what that means. Oh, like so you know how when you're in computer and the shortcut is like the command key and then the F to just find something on the page? I didn't know that command oh key. Oh my gosh, I will show you just You just changed my life. Because I just want the keyword. Like I want to know I want to be like and I do, I'll show you that and I'll show you site searches where like if I like when I was doing like event company stuff and I was looking for new clients and I was like oh we want to contact them to do like this big company's events or whatever and just let them know about our services you type where you normally would type like google.com in that search bar yeah you type the word site and then a colon and then like whatever site you're going to so if I wanted to get in touch with you and what's your website jmscomedy.com I would do site colon jmscomedy.com and then I would look up the word contact and then that would bring me the exact place on your website where the contact info is so i don't have to navigate oh my god 
you know, whatever. Dude, are you guys listening to this? You just changed my life. <laughs> Other people probably know this, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Not everyone's a nerd. So God, the amount of time I spend, cause I do my own PR for like when I'm on the road, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Which it, makes total sense. Like in my opinion, that kind of thing in this day and age, like you're your own best advocate. The yeah. only, there are very few times that I'm like, no, that's worth hiring an agency. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just whatever, but the amount of time I spend looking for fucking contact info. It's obscene. When it's like, where do I just fucking send this media alert? Let me email you. Like, what do yeah. you, let me help you with your whole <sighs> site. I was just going to say back end, but site colon and then contact info. Ah, uh, I'm so excited. The word site colon colon the, the website. website. And then what does a and search pop up or do you put something you put else? The word that you're looking for. Oh, so like you just put like jmscomedy.com contact in that whole search bar. Yeah. I'll type it out for you. So you see the spacing and all that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> But I feel so honored to have brought you and like, ease up your life. And I'm like, ever everything like anyone else listening, all the other stuff is probably so much more important that you're saying. And I'm like, no, it's this site search thing, <laughs> the site search command. I mean, it's so bad. It's to the point that when I'm at, which I'm totally one of those horrible people that uses Instacart and does not do their own grocery shopping very often. I mean, I I should be one of those people because I'm horrible in a grocery store. Really? Like I insist on going like, I'm not going to have someone fucking deliver my groceries. I'm a human. I'm not a hermit. And then I'm just like, oh, I spent, I'll go for like four things and be in the grocery store for an hour panicking. Well, I don't have a car. So oh, well. I'm like, I, I don't mind the walk to the grocery store. Like there's a great uh, store called Wajumaya that I love. Wajumaya? Yeah. I don't mind. It's only like a 15 minute walk. But like, God forbid, I need to buy something heavy. And then that takes up like a half of what I'm able to carry. Carry, yeah. So like if I need to get olive oil and then like something that's cumbersome, like toilet paper. Yeah. And then uh, it's like, forget about it. I've used up both my arms. Plus also you're in like a place where it gets rainy and shit. Yeah. And so then. And I also had a little bit uh, the last like breakup I went through where it was like my boyfriend and I lived together and stuff. It's so hard. Oh, it's so hard. The worst. And he always did all of our grocery shopping or we did it together. Like he was a wonderful, wonderful boyfriend. Oh. Uh. And I'm mean, a grocery shopper. <laughs> I know, don't we all? Just cook, fix my food, and tell me what to eat. I, and he's so good at that. And, oh God, uh, let me be submissive to your meal planning. The most, he was a magical boyfriend. And uh. So I went to Whole Foods one day, and then I like had a moment, and we lived together for like a year after we broke up. And so, uh, did you have a breakdown in Whole Foods? I did. Like, <laughs> Well, because what happened was that I was going to call him and see if we had any cinnamon because I didn't know if we needed any. My God. And then I was like, oh, my God, someday you're not going to have him to call anymore. And he would I mean, he would still get testy with me and be like, why don't you just open the goddamn cupboards before you leave the house? Yeah. But I was like, I have the memory of a gerbil. Like, I forgot. I yeah. Yeah. My brain works like Instagram. It scrolls and refreshes every yeah. five seconds. I'm a social media strategist. What do you want from me? Right. That's how I'm built. Please. I'm out of I'm out of storage. Yeah. Um, and so. I went and I was like, do I need cinnamon? Oh my God. Last time, because I've done this other thing where I'll, I'll think I'm out of something, but then it never registers that I bought it. So I'll just go and buy like four and I'll yeah, have like no, four cumins for no reason. That's <laughs> our entire, like I live in a house with multiple people too, but like the spice thing, especially because it's like somebody probably has bought this look, but, <laughs> but no, nobody. like no one needs five containers of m- nutmeg, but like <laughs> here we are eggnog tis the season oh god um so yeah so i had a little bit of a meltdown in whole foods um and i sobbed the entire grocery store trip out of realizing i've just cried in so many I grocery stores as of being horrified at how codependent i became and how like i didn't even know how to properly 
grocery shop anymore because I can't care for myself well because before him I would have the same breakfast every morning it was like a smoothie and then for dinner I would make eggs with vegetables and that was it and then he introduced actual cooking like variety to my life yeah it would make magical meals and like even when we were broken I'd be like I'm going out of town here's breakfast lunch and dinner is in Tupperware here's the heating instructions what? I noticed you've been working out a lot so you need more protein what's so. his name is he single I'm going after him stealing his him. name's Orion I think he's single but you're not I won't I'm totally kidding no you I mean he's wonderful I highly uh, recommend eating if, him if anyone listening will cook meals for me I will suck your dick. I'm kidding. While also being really attractive. Like be really attractive and cook good meals, not just is any that old Is too meal. much to ask? Is that be really attractive and be a chef, but also right. stay fit. Don't be one of those fat chefs. Right. Don't do not that. Not that there's anything wrong with being fat, but then and I'm going to be self-conscious sure about what I'm eating. Awesome. And then be super smart on top of it. Yeah. And good everything. in bed. I mean, we don't want much. Right. Is it too much to ask? Am I best friend and make more money? Carry and, the torch in all And worldly. And I'm enjoy traveling. I'm not meant to carry any torch. Leave yeah. me be. I'm a lady. Just... <laughs> Tell me what I need to like. <laughs> but leave me alone. I'm independent. So did you, I know that because both of us kind of just um, shit the bed on like, not both of us, but like I was it's not okay. I probably like shit the planning bed. and then you were in a retreat, you know, oh, yeah. retreating. And so then I don't think I got any questions. Did you get any questions? I didn't get any questions. And you know, I had, I had posted before when I was supposed to interview in Seattle mm-hmm. and I think I might have gotten questions and I couldn't find them, but that's okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure that we covered any base. Th- yeah, I didn't want to miss anybody. Um, I feel like I've learned a lot. Um, if it's helpful, yes. how are we on time? We've, I mean, we're at f- 55. I, there's no time limit, but other than I have somewhere you to be, what time is it now? Yeah, oh, let's... but it's one thirty. I'm not okay. in any. Um, <laughs> I guess the questions, if this is helpful at all, uh, that I get often are like what yes. I actually do. Yeah. Right? Because like... What do you actually do? I wish I would have had the forethought to ask that because that's a great ignorant question. <laughs> God, which is I'm too I, ignorant for my I own find ignorance. It a beautiful question because, like, what if you think about the way that most people? What use does their anyone actually do? Right, like when I see, I'm the first to be like, no, I definitely use a Mac. Like that's what I use. Are you a Mac snob? I'm not a Mac snob, um, especially just as time has gone on. Like they're not VR ready. Like I'll probably get there's a. A really? few different like PCs I'm looking at getting because I Ooh. can develop for VR on them and I can't PC for the win. Yeah, they're making a comeback. Here um, we go, Packard Bell. Indeed, <laughs> <Right>. gateway. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God. The Saturn of of computers. Um, <laughs> so I think I have a. Oh no, it's a Dell. I was like, do I have a, a gateway Dell. laptop? Dells are, rad. Dells are rad. Acer's are rad. There's there's good computers out there, but yeah. Uh, I have lived for years in Mac land because of photo and video stuff and high school just yeah. got me on that track. Great but branding. Like, indeed. Fucking um, apples crushes that. They're shit. incredible. Like they're magical. And to just not do social at all and not, um, I love that. Like if you're going to do social, do it right. But if you're not gonna, like, if you're I not going to do it right, like just not doing it. One of the sexiest things to me in the world is if I'm interested in someone and I'm all lurk hardcore. Like I, I will not even really like go. I don't really go on dates ever. But yeah. if I'm going to like meet up with somebody because I never, I don't even know the last time I went on a date. Like that is a foreign concept to me. I've gone on dates recently and I'm like, is, I don't think I've ever done this. And it's I'm panicking. Not, it also, it, someone has to be really interesting for me to be like, that's a good use of my time. Yeah, no, I'm like, why am I? And that means I also have to get ready. I'm giving up like my if time. If I'm meeting up for coffee, I can just be me. If I'm going on a date, it feels disrespectful of me to show up as if I'm like. Like without ready. making some sort of weird effort to right. like, I don't know, I'll straighten my, well, your hair short, but like, 
makeup or like an outfit instead of just like right. rolling in. Me getting ready usually just turns to me wearing my exact same outfit, like a hoodie and jeans and stuff, but with heels. No, me too. And I'm like, it's like, I'm trying to be cute, but not trying to be cute, right. you know? Yeah, celebrities can do it. How come I can't just wear it? Like, They're just like us. <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you mean I don't look as good? I look just like Kim Kardashian. This right. is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm more of like, like I love the girl who look, who sings in the kills. I'm spacing on her name, but she's like crazy hot to me. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's the same thing. It's Duh. the same thing. I just am not real thin with an amazing jawline. So you're beautiful. Oh. And you are thin. Oh. Fuck off. Skinny bitch. I, I like the kind of thing where people are like, concerned. Oh, yes. I got there briefly. <laughs> I, I got a couple. Are you okay?s Like. I think right before the retreat. But the thing is, like, I don't like that for other people. Just, but that's just what works on me. Is yeah. like the oh, did you used to model? I'm always like, no, but thank you. Did you used to model right. when you weren't? You're clearly so old. <laughs> You've you're clearly at least in your mid-20s which is far too old for modeling you should retire look into acting yeah maybe find jesus and speak about it or something oh yeah that would be good (laughs) um yeah so what i actually actually do Do. is that um it's a lot of to me it's like the combination of like problem solving but then being aware of i guess it's largely problem solving where it's uh you look at the client you look at what their goal is because often often they don't come to you like individual brands or like small businesses will come to you and go like, what can I do better? And that's where you're like, Oh, here's all the different things like better photos and like share this type of content and like very easy kind of like low level of effort. things. Yeah. Larger companies who also uh, usually have bigger budgets will come to you and go like, we need to do this. Like we need to either sell more online or recover from this like brand, like taint on our brand image. Yeah. Things like that where you're like, oh, let's, let's, you're right. That <laughs> you need to recover from that image we shared that looked like a dick that you tried to warn us about. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and so then you get to know their audience and whoever like you get to know who they think their audience is. And then oftentimes you try to figure out who their actual audience is. Yeah. Because <clears throat> what we think, like what are what they reality missing? Lit is yeah. much like sociology is misaligned. Right? Yes. Where you're like, Oh, like uh, someone's personal experience is not the same as real life. Like yeah. very different things. Or you're not reaching who you think you're reaching or who you're trying to reach. Totally. So um, there's that kind of assessment and then actionable items. And then part of it too is like, to me at least is very much being in tune with the creative that resonates with that audience because okay. um it's i can it's so my uncle has this really great analogy that he taught me when i was a kid that like chain it's actually in fact the same night that he taught me how to parallel park so i was not a kid i was like 20 <laughs> and coming home at five o'clock in the morning and he heard me out front like struggling to figure out That's- how to park and he I need to meet out. this uncle. Oh yeah. my god, he's the best. He's incredible. I'm Shout so out bad to Uncle John. Parallel parking. Um, he's yeah, he's really rad. And he came out, taught me how to parallel park, which, as you saw, I did a beautiful job in front of your house. Um, crushed it. Picture worthy. <laughs> yeah, truly. I took a video. Yeah. Um, and so then he, we were talking about something. It might have been relationships, whatever. Who knows? But this analogy applies to everything to me. Where he said, "Look, when I tell you I planted a tree in my front yard, tell me what you think of." And so I told him, like, oh, I think of, like, whatever it was, like a palm tree. And he goes, well, I meant I was planting a pine tree. So, like, if you and I can't align on something as tangible wow, as, like, a tree that we've all seen, we all know what it is, how can you expect to, like, fully be on the same page with someone when it comes to love or fully <gasps> be on the same page when it, with someone when it comes to success? Love. I know. Success, like, what does success mean to some people? Right. Oh, that's... A- 
I mean, because it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. So like that really opened up to me like, oh, like you really need to be clear in your communication. Like think about where you're coming from and things like that. And I think a lot of that applies into what I do for work. Wow. Because I have to think about like, what is it that they're saying? What is it that they actually want? And then like, how can we do that well and reach the right people? How can we make sure what you're trying to say is what people are hearing totally and like where where are the gaps in that like i was thinking so i came back from vegas yesterday Ooh. and yeah woohoo um the woo girl in me really came out uh, it, uh, this I mean, time it reminded it actually was the first time that i was like oh maybe i'm like not as down for clubs as i thought yeah. I was i'm like, at an age where it's like bed. i have thoughts of like oh i should go out and dance and then like a night comes and i'm like ah yeah. i'm gonna read i'll just turn on music in my room and do yeah. that here I'll just do that here i don't want to like get myself together no and then find a place God. Oh, it's like a whole thing parking so, <laughs> forget it so i was driving and i was thinking about like food distribution and how like these gas stations get certain deliveries from these huge like food delivery places you know largely distributing pepsi coca-cola yeah etc and thinking about how how many times somebody goes oh let's sell like you know insert all natural food here yeah at these gas stations on the way back from vegas and then people go like well that's not what people want and the the missing link in the fact that people like me you know would have packed their own snacks knowing that you can't get the food that you want except for i love beef jerky oh god so much it's also like so expensive so weirdly expensive expensive. and you have to find i am very particular and will not crave well no no it's not that it's that i uh look for ones that have low or no sugar at all or like use like cane juice or whatever yeah so it's like the most yeah, because I just don't good like for sugar. you type. Of, yeah, like yeah. high fructose corn syrup Indeed. bullshit. And so, um, so I was thinking about that about like, oh, actually, there's this whole data set that they're, that they're missing of people who don't stop for food on the way to and from Vegas. Yeah, because there's no food that they'll eat because and they so know that's not going to be exist there in their minds, right? Yeah, like, so, which is why I also make a point to like buy organic and locally grown stuff at markets because I'm like, look, they need to like know that it's valuable for them to produce this. Yes. Um, so that they keep doing it and then eventually the price will go down. So like while I can afford that, I should. Oh, that's smart. But so identifying stuff like that and like trying to poke holes in someone's business, what they want, and then like all the ways it can go wrong. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So part of my job is figuring out every possible way things could go wrong. Right. Which, I feel like I'd be great at that part of the job. <laughs> yeah. I'm very good at downward spirals. Yes. I um, crush it. So um, so that's what I do. So then I put together a strategy and then from there work with um, like, especially at work right now, what I'll do is like work with our creative team, make sure that's all aligned and that everything's scoped for social um, and then make sure that we're rolling it out in the correct way. And if there's paid behind it, um, work on targeting the correct people. Perfect. Um, and then seeing which of those people are responding and like furthering targeting that. So you can do lookalike audiences yeah, um, and that type of thing. And like, conversion tracking and what's a lookalike audience so a lookalike audience um so if i were a like nail polish website yeah i would place a conversion pixel on my website which means that like when you come there from one of the ads that you see on facebook Mm -hmm. i then have data to go like oh you know you're like in this demographic of human Um, here's the other things that you like and when I get enough of that information, Facebook and Twitter allow you to take those audiences. There's Well, there's two ways. There's the way I'm describing now where I can take that audience and create a lookalike audience where it'll go like, oh, here's the overall data set of the people that responded well to this or yeah. took this action. Let me find more people like them. Like them. Okay. You know, and it's like now I can target in on those people. Exactly. And so they'll okay. do 
you'll do um, an awareness campaign to get those people aware. And then once they engage with that, then you'll do like more clear calls to action of like buy this or here's a product or whatever a coupon so it's what companies do like beauty brands are really good at it which is why if you go to like aveda once you'll then yeah. see like amazing aveda ads and they're then they it's know crazy. you bought nothing and that you should want a coupon um, <laughs> so there's that way and then the other way is like with an email list so you'll get an email list it'll read through those people mm. and then you can create a lookalike audience based on that email list wow if they all have Facebook pages. Yeah, like, God, that's scary. That's why every, That's why things are always, like, sign up through your Facebook. Totally. And that's why, like, even wow, for I never free thought of stuff, that. you have to put in an email so that they can eventually target you and people like you. Yeah. Fuck. That's creepy. But also, but it's good for business. Yeah, Like, it's helpful. I find it helpful when companies do a good job of it. Because now they're, they're reaching people who are interested. Totally. I would take that over just getting any old ad. For sure. Anytime. Which does make... Yeah, because I do like yeah. when I get things that I'm like, I do want... I, I'm interested in this. How did you know? How did you know? Oh, internet. I'd be a sucker for that. Instagram, quit reading my text messages. Indeed. Uh, it's yeah. terrifying, but it's a reality. Well, what would you say, like, just like a little basic advice if somebody was looking to get into being in, like, social media strategy? Um, as far as, like, maybe, like, studying or, like, things to, like, work on. Like, that's what they're thinking about while they're in yeah. college. So, or I guess at any point in life. So, I guess... uh the first thing would be to, I think it's really important to be aware of people in general. Yes. Like, um, to be aware of like a marketing mindset and like that, that one thing that drives me nuts is when people go like, well, social just changes so quickly, which it does. However, let's look at the fact that like the internet exists because human made humans made it. Yeah, people change all right. the time. People change. all You the have time. to so, keep like, changing to keep up with your audience. Exactly. So it's not a big, scary thing. Yeah. Um, because it's humanity so if you're more aware of how humans work yeah you can then be more aware of how the internet works because the internet is just all humans good bad ugly whatever yeah. like it's everybody being either their truest selves or like a slice of themselves that they project in real life or a slice of themselves that like sometimes they don't let out in real life which is yeah. how internet trolls happen right oh um, god if you haven't listened to that have you ever listened to that interview with lindy west i think it's on this american life where she like no a, she's incredible and she basically like talked to someone who trolled her hard <gasps> and like got to the bottom of it with them and it's beautiful um I oh, find it i'll cry too. i love that because it's like i mean I'm always like, this person is hurting. Totally. And that's exactly what it is. So I would say be as emotionally aware and like just in touch with humanity as possible. Yeah. Um, and there's really great. Um, there's a website called DigiDay. DigiDay. And they do really, really great um, kind of just information on all things digital. They do a good job. There's a newsletter called The Hustle. That's really awesome. Ooh. Um, obviously, feel free to subscribe to my newsletter. Ask a Millennial. Ask a Millennial. I have, it's just bit.ly slash ask a Millennial. To I love sign it. Up. Like I've done zero good social or website for my deal because I, because I just haven't. That's so uh, funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that take PR courses. PR courses really teach you how to think in a variety of directions when you have yes. a piece of information. Like hearing how different companies and and uh, full-on industries came to life out of something that didn't exist before. Like Listerine didn't exist until people basically decided bad breath was a bad offensive thing. Right? Yeah. So that type of thing. So I think that learning how to spin things a variety of ways is really helpful. So PR courses, communications classes, learn basic internet stuff so that you know how to communicate with people who build stuff like don't 
So you don't sound like an idiot. Well, and because then you're just not clearly communicating. Like, it's the same way that I don't, I'm not equipped to own a car. Like, if I take my car to the mechanic, I have no idea. Like, like I don't know what makes a sound. Right. And and then it's not helpful to the mechanic. And then they don't serve me well because I'm clearly not as interested in their profession. Yeah. So, like, when you're working with developers or anyone building a website or a creative team, like, it's important to know how to, to know work a, with them. At least some basics. Just know what you're asking. Like, yeah. Like, know what you want. Yeah. Oh, God, there's so much I don't know. And I just realized I keep forgetting to get an oil change. Um, <laughs> My dad would not be pleased. He used oh. to be a mechanic. Of course he did. Yes. He has a face like he used to be. He has a face like he used to be a mechanic. <laughs> uh, what a man. All right. Well, I feel like this is good. Any closing thoughts on social media strategy or like gems? You don't have to have any, but. I don't really. Yeah. This was really informative. I covered a lot. I think so. Yeah. Where can people find you? Um, at Lene Cook, obviously, all of you should know how to spell Lene. Very important part of yeah. life. Uh, I L- will have y- tagged her by the time this comes out, but yes, please spell L Y N A E. So just it's at Lene Cook on any on any platform. On any platform. Um, feel free to DM me with your with your interneting questions, social media questions. Uh, I can show you how to do a site search, branding, so a site search. I'm I'm <laughs> genuinely so excited about this. I'm excited to show you. I'm flattered. Uh, I. I can't it wait. It makes me feel useful. <laughs> you are useful. You matter. Oh, thank you. Starbucks knows yeah, and all these right. other companies. And now me. I'm changing my whole brand and it's because of you. Look I don't know what that means. to Jessica in 2018. Yeah. I'm hot and I'm young and I'm fresh and I'm all, I'm all over the internet. Going and viral. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. This Hashtag. really fun. Thank you. Yay. Thanks for doing it. All right, you guys. Uh, bye, idiots. There you go. Lene Cook, social media strategist. Yay. Now we can all go update our Instagrams and Twitter bios and we can be more searchable and get more work and reach more of the people we're intending to reach and and be happy forever. Probably not. That's not a thing. Happy forever. I don't know. That's crazy. But, uh, you know, we can feel better about it and be making more use out of the thing, a thing that could be useful that maybe we're just sharing pictures of cats on right now. Or you know what? If you like just sharing cats, fuck it. Keep sharing cats. Who cares? It's your life. Uh, if you like this podcast, subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. I already told you at the beginning and you haven't done it yet. Well, why? What are you doing? Go review. We need it. The world needs this to overcome their ignorance and uh, have really great social media (laughs) influence. Um, Share the podcast with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. And you know, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at blessed podcast or on Instagram at ignorance is blessed. Um, So do that. Check out the pics, say hi, tag the podcast in your Instagram story so other people can find it. Uh, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. So everything Lene said is from Lene's point of view and take it as such. Um, it's a great point of view in my opinion. <sighs> if you have additional questions for Lene, you can shoot them over to her at Lene cook, or you can send them to me if you feel like more safe asking me. Um, You can message me about topics or people you want to hear interviewed. Topics you want covered is what I was trying to say. uh, At JMS Comedy. Tweet them at me. Message me on my Facebook fan page. There is a Facebook group, by the way. Um, Ignorance is blessed. Idiots. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. It's on Facebook. It's a small group. But uh, that was uh, made by some awesome fans. And um, trying to utilize that space as maybe a safe space for follow-up discussions, maybe. To go, oh, here's what I learned. Here's what I thought about what Lene said, here's the thing that I took that worked for me, something I t- did took that didn't work. 
Um, just somewhere where we can maybe share our insight and maybe some of our like, oh, here's a dumb thing I thought and now I learned that that was wrong or here's a thing I still think and I didn't agree with that person in a like a productive non-judgmental way. So with the understanding that, you know, we all come from different viewpoints and the goal is to just try to learn to get along with each other and, and thrive in harmony. So uh, check that out. Go go join the group. I'm on there. I talk sometimes. Uh, Miriam Cohen, my... Uh, my publicist, she was posting for me for a while when I, uh, when I was MIA from Facebook, because because that's what she does. She's a cool lady. Uh, those of you who know what I'm talking about, I'm winking right now, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, those are my Adderall and compliments, kittens, and the Dana Moonbee people. Um, I love you guys. Uh, so yeah, go there. Uh, let's we can have deeper combos or send me your guests keep enjoying the podcast keep sharing keep asking questions the more we ask the more we learn the more we know and the more we know the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are and isn't that the point thanks for listening yet again and thank you for being patient with my ignorance as always see you soon idiots